Yes, indeed. 10 a.m. in the Southland. Our live imaging Tuesday is on with Travis and Sliwa. Yeah. Hello, boys. Good morning. What's going Hi, on? Now, I think today is an odd day Can simply because... Question? Go ahead. I got a question. Yes. Uh, I spent all day with you yesterday. All day. Mm-hmm. Had a nice time out at Riff, which we'll spend some time talking about today. That outfit looks oddly familiar to me. Listen, I Like, love- literally, the hat... The shirt. Yeah, I think you did some pullover. social media, and it might have been all right? the same stuff. That's my favorite place in the world. So I just, I didn't want it to end when everybody else end. left. So maybe I just, you know, I found a way. Much like you hear the stories of the person that sleeps at Disneyland. <laughs> right. You know, I'm here. Did you hole up in the caddy shack or something? He has, Can his, you golf, he has his golf shoes on. Well, at least he had some. Are they clean, that, that, Chris? That's a brought a driver. Thing. Why do you have your glasses on? Did you really Listen, sleep it, under the desk or something? I just want my face to look best, and it's probably best today with glasses on. All right. But an incredible Monday we had. We'll get to that in a moment. But here's the thing. I don't always wear a hat on Tuesdays. No. Sometimes I dress, you know, more, and I do my hair. Got the suits here. You kind of match with a suit. So I want yes. To, yeah. But I'm wearing a hat today. But you know who's not wearing a hat? Producer Taylor. I know. And yeah, often, at least when I'm here, at least when I'm here usually on Tuesdays, Taylor has a hat on. Very mm-hmm. rare today is a non-hat day. What, I'd say two or three days a month tops? I got to put it in the wash sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of dirty. Clean it yeah, up. You could buy a second hat. You could have two. <laughs> Never occurred to he me. He has two. You have the Sacramento Kings hat and then you have the K-Rock hat. Yeah. Those are your two hats. That's my rotation. But a third. Taylor and I did not plan this to switch off. <laughs> That's so right. maybe next week we'll both together. wear hats. I don't know. I we'll like see. yours. I like yours, Morales. The Riv hat? Yeah. It's, it's a, a green hat. Riv hat? It's a green hat. It's a good hat. Complimentary? No. Okay. I no. bought it. No, no, no. There's no complimentary at Riv. No. So last year. like that, huh? Last year I bought two Riv hats for Tommy Lamb's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday to Tommy Lamb, who yes, many sir. of you know hey. leads up our T Lamb Fun and Games department. So I bought that for his birthday. He had one last year, and I bought one. And that two hats mm-hmm. was over a hundred dollars. Kind of set you back a yeah. little. Yeah, he didn't get the same gift this year. It was <laughs> just like <laughs> company this year. This is the equivalent of getting to Riv and not having any of your golf equipment. Was Michael <laughs> going to well, go ski? up in Tahoe and deciding that they had to buy everything from the actual ski resort. Oh, Michael Rogers. I understand the impulse that you're getting at, and you're not entirely wrong. The difference is I had my bag when I handed it to someone else, and they said, we will take care of this for you. Yeah, Travis didn't have his bag or his clothes or or his shoes shoes for the first two holes. (laughs) I'm walking down the 15th fairway at Riviera, literally with my backpack on my shoulders in Vance. (laughs) Like just walking down, and I'd set the bag down. I'd say, "Chris, give me a give me a seven iron." I'd hit the ball, and I'd put my backpack back on, walk to the green, and you know, go up there and hit a chip. And might as well have done the dump and just. <laughs> I should have put my contacts on on my phone and put an earpiece in, and could have done the last hour of the show. Thanks to our great listener Scott Yotes, who played. He won the Dream Foursome, got to play with Trav. And Good dude. Seemed a little, uh, you know, he didn't. He was trying to figure me out. Well, we all are. Well, so but thanks to Scott. He was a great guy to play with. Did and he figure you out or did he? He finally close? did at the end. Okay. But it took, you know, 17 holes. That's okay. The Genesis <laughs> Invitational, right. February 16th through the 19th at Riviera Country Club. Play elevated. Of course, the tournament host is Tiger Woods. Get out there. Travis and I will be there for the first day of the tournament doing social media, I think. Yep. Hopefully this time you have your right gear because I can't walk <laughs> around again, with you can't be in vans when we're walking it around. Was, oh no! If we're just going to be walking the course, I'm absolutely going to have my. Oh no! Vans I'm on. golf shoes guy. If I'm at a course, <laughs> golf me. shoes, not me. Golf shoes. I will have I wear my dress vans shoes. on. No, you're going to you slip. Wing, wing tips. The nicest <laughs> dress shoes you could possibly wear. No, look, I, I'm happy to take responsibility when I foul up, but this was not my foul up. This was 
someone else's. And then they got him out there, and it was good, and I put my shoes on, and we made a video. It was, it's all good. Had a great day. Great yeah, you day. You don't have that memory unless somebody kind of right. fouls it up a little you bit. You know the interesting about Scott Yotes, the listener? He won listening to this show. Yes. He obviously was familiar with me. He mentioned Emily and Taylor to me. Mm-hmm. Never once mentioned Slee to me. He did to me. He did to you. He okay. did to me. I don't blame him. <laughs> I really don't but blame him. It was I, it was very quick, and I didn't have an answer. And it's kind of one of those moments where I realized I just how little I actually know about you. <laughs> it, 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 it was. He says to me, he goes, Slee went to state, right? I said, yeah, he did. He goes, did he work for this particular campus radio station? I don't know the name of the campus radio station. At, at KS Tech. No, what was it? It was uh, KRW or something See, like that. That sounds so. You about didn't what he work said. for them. What's that? You didn't work for the campus radio station. <laughs> no, I didn't. And I he did asked me. He goes, them. "Did he work for them?" And I said, "I don't think so, because I think that probably would have come up at some point or another, but I couldn't swear to it." I was intern six because you'd never. Scott said was so. an Aztec, is an Aztec, by the way. That's yes, okay. he was. And right. He had a San Diego State towel on his bag, so we had a little Aztec, Aztec talk, and that was that was what he asked about you, and then he just moved on. That was it. That was it. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You excited for tonight? Yeah, Lakers Clippers actually. Kind of an interesting matchup here. Well, we don't need to get into that at this moment. But Why not? I just want to know if you were excited. I am excited. I am excited about tonight. Two-game separation here between the Lakers and the Clippers. Got some work to do. Are you going to wear the glasses all day? Probably. My eyes hurt. Yeah? Take them off. Let's look at your eyes. No, 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 no. Let's on, see how red off. they are. No. They're not red. They're just tired, so I look droopy. That's okay. Right. They're just Throw tired. Makeup. Let's see. Oh, you're I, fine. I, well, I didn't go home, so I don't have my makeup bag. True, true. <laughs> you accoutrement, as you yeah. like to say. I you have one in your studio. Emily, yeah. do you have anything well, that you the, can loan him? Put the glasses on. <laughs> Why'd you take the glasses off? <laughs> I tried to tell you, I have sad, because no, you know, tired right. eyes. You look fine. You're when fine. you sleep at a caddy shack at a top tier <laughs> course, <laughs> it's cold in there. <laughs> they got a cot and a space heater. He was fine. He, he bundled up under the bag of fertilizer. He was. Oh, you're going to tell us how exciting that matchup is right now, because Travis and Sliwa on a live image Tuesday kicks off officially right now. Thank you, Chris. I already did it. I, I can't do it twice. St- I don't even think we can start with the Lakers. What do you want to start with? We got to go with uh, your boy uh, out in Anaheim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh. It, has ever an uh, announcement been met with just complete, like, uh, really? He's staying? He's not going to sell the team? Really? Everybody had a little bit of a glimmer of hope of, okay, you know, that's an Damn, asset that could be pretty good. It could be pre- get uh, in the right hands yep. that they could really turn into something. And I'm not, I'm staying. Everyone, oh, man. <laughs> that I've never seen an announcement that was met with a more tepid response. No, I, and I, I was trying to, you know, talk about taking the air out of the room. And I'm not, I'm not here trying to make a case that tomorrow the Angels, everything would have just turned around. But you think of, if you think of some of the, the top franchises right now in Major League Baseball, and go look at their owners, whether it's the Guggenheim Group, obviously the Yankees have no choice but to compete because they're the New York Yankees. Um, Steve Cohen takes over the Mets and immediately, I don't know if they're going to win a World Series in the next five years. Might. But it feels like they're going to compete for the next yeah. X amount of years. Um, Peter Seidler, we've talked a little bit about down in San Diego. John Middleton, the owner of the Phillies, he's kind of made a lot of moves. And then you got Artie Moreno, and the whole thought process was, wow, what if the Angels actually, are they ever going to compete with the Dodgers? No, as far as um, popularity, that's not going to happen, but that's okay. You don't need to. You don't need to compete with the absolute best or the biggest one in the market. But you thought for a second, hey, maybe the Angels are going to get an owner 
that kind of stays out of the way. Yeah. That knows what he's doing. That will invest in the proper areas and not kind of, you can't just spend money and say, hey, look, I spent money. Yeah, no, that doesn't work like that. Are you building a, a, a winning roster or are you not? How deflating that's got to be for Angel fans. Well, okay. Really for all of Southern California. So let me ask you this, Al, because the, the note came down when Chris and I and Tommy and were playing golf yesterday and it comes across on the phone and Chris says to me, Artie just announced he's not selling the team. And I immediately, thought number one, jumped straight into my head. I'm curious what your first thought when you saw the story was. Um, Just, I mean, instantly. Instantly, I thought, before I knew anything else, I thought maybe this could be negotiation, okay. like that kind of stuff. Of, yeah. He's maybe doing it, just trying to... My my very first thought was, well, Otani's gone. It was it was literally that that was the very first thing that popped into my head after well, I have unfinished business. He's not going to sell the team. That after further consideration, all the things that were said in the announcement was it. And you and I had this conversation what was it, last week that I don't think that there was any circumstance that he was coming back. But there was the scenario that you and others had laid out that whether it's you know somebody the the Warriors guy Joe Lacob comes in and says listen here's my track record you got to trust me give me a year to get this thing up and running I can't afford to lose you or he just comes in and blows the roof off of it financially and Otani has to stay because of the money this guarantees his exit mm -hmm. if I were Shohei Otani's agent if I were the person in charge of of mapping out Otani's future in Major League Baseball I would be on the phone with the Angels today say I don't know what you're waiting for but my guy wants out my guy wants out. There is no chance he's staying with Artie Moreno. He's seen it up close and personal. This team hasn't made the playoffs, and I think it's eight years in a row that you are wasting the prime time. He would like one additional season to go try to win somewhere else. You need to move my guy right now. He wants out. That, that was the first thing that went through my mind because – this guy has proven he does not know how to build a winning team. He does not know how to put together an infrastructure that can build a winning team. They spend the money in the wrong places. It's not that he's cheap. That That's a misconception about him that he doesn't spend money. That's not true. They do spend money. They just give it to the wrong guy. Yeah, but that's almost even worse. It, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think you're probably right. But this is... Careless the, with your money. This is, like you said a second ago, this is such a potentially valuable asset considering where it is, considering the the television market that comes along with it. One of the reasons that the Angels are as valuable as they are is the regional TV deal that they have. This is a big deal, and in the right hands, this could be a monster. Look how quickly Seidler did what he did with the Padres. In mm -hmm. just a couple of years, he came in and took them from a team that was, you know, they're all right occasionally, but they were never really a threat to. They're in the pool with the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Mets and all of these are the Red Sox, all of these other teams that are spending all sorts of money. And now the Padres are in there too, and they're a real player. He did it like that through nothing other than a will to want to win and spend money. And you got the, the Angels are in a bigger market than San Diego. They certainly have the 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 infrastructure, the resources potentially to build a Dodgers, to build a, a Braves, to build an Astros, and they don't. It just mm -hmm. kind of sits there and flounders, and it's sitting there and floundering because of him. And now he's not leaving. It's terribly disappointing. So the the Otani piece of it, I, and and the reason why that wasn't the first thing that came to my mind. I think you did. You you had mentioned this in the past that you already thought Otani was gone. I yeah. did think that there could be a Joe Lacob could come in and pitch Otani. If you give me just this year, let me show you what this is going to lay out to be. This is what we're doing. Blah, blah. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe there isn't. Um, it does kind of make it interesting because if Otani's most value was last trade deadline, if that was his most value, um, 
what are teams willing to line up for to go get Otani now? What are teams willing to... Let's just look. Artie Moreno could simply say this. For just the mere fact of having Otani on this team for X amount of more months, I'm not going to trade him till the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. That could happen as well. Sure. Um, what do teams... The Dodgers are a perfect example. If you're the Dodgers who... Pretty much every expert out there says, yeah, the Dodgers will be all in on Otani. The difference with the Dodgers and some of these other teams is they have real assets. You know, the Padres gave up a lot of assets to go get one. Yeah, they're Soto. pretty thin all of a sudden. Let's say thinner than they were because you ain't right. got one Soto. Sure. It's that you didn't go get nobody. They don't come for free. <laughs> they don't come for free. <laughs> right. The Dodgers, you know, are they... Are they better off just saying, hey, we're not going to mess with this entire situation. When he becomes a free agent, we're going to come in, we're going to come in all in. Or are they going to go do it at the trade deadline? Will they make him available at the trade deadline? I, I don't know all the angles that are going to go there, but the the room, the air just left the room the moment Artie Moreno decided I'm it, staying. He's in such a weird spot to sleep because like, let, let's go back to some of the owners we've had here in town. Frank McCourt, when he owned the Dodgers, went, and people were actively wanting him to leave. He was he was bottoming out the team. He was using it as a as a cash machine to go yeah. finance the rest of his life. It was it was it was a bad deal when he left. People were ecstatic. It's not that, but it's also not this situation like with Jerry Buss, who was a longtime successful owner in the area, and people are incredibly excited about how he's operated the franchise and. When he passed, it's like, okay, we don't know what's going to happen next. There's an incredible you know, uncertainty of who's going to replace him. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we knew who. We just didn't know what they were going to do. And with this is, I don't think anybody's dying to have him come back. But at the same time, I don't think there was this incredible desire to have him leave either. He's mm-hmm. just kind of in the way. He's the, the proverbial owner that does more harm than good, but he's not toxic the way that Frank McCourt and some other Dan Snyder guys like that, but he's not that guy, but it's just this, he's in the mix when he shouldn't be. He's, Mm -hmm. he's not going to go above and beyond. He's going to go right up to where he's supposed to do. It's argued like Jerry Jones. And I've, I've already seen some comparisons here to Jerry Jones. It was like, Oh, it's Jerry. No, Jerry Jones tries to do everything every year to make this team better. It's just, they can't quite get it right. But no one doubts that Jerry Jones wants this team to be successful. I've earned the right. So <laughs> he has. I don't know if the same could be said of Moreno. All right. So let's do this. I know we got to go to break here, but I, I think for me, there is a, a piece of. There are some indications that fans. They drew two and a half million fans last year. They were always above three million yeah, pre COVID. They had a low year. So they went down. And that's with Otani and that's with Mike Trout, right? They're bad. I think there are indications showing you that what you're saying that people. You know, it's not toxic, but when nobody wants you there, why do you want to stay there? Nobody's looking at this. It's it's a really weird situation. And, and by the way, if you're an Angel fan out there and you want to chime in, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, you, you asked an important question there, and, and this is what I want to do next. What, what was this about? Because apparently the money was there. There were bidders that had deep pockets that were willing to pay. So why did we do what we just did for the last couple of months? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Live imaging Tuesday is on. Seven Teddy ESPN. Travis and Sliwa. Lit. So, I'm what's so wrong? disappointed now. Because of the story? I mean, I'm jealous. That's all it is. Should've I'm just jealous. Mobile vet hospital idea. My gosh. We'll get to the rest of the story, you know, <laughs> or we'll tell the story probably at some point anyway on a live imaging Tuesday. But here's the thing. Earlier, hey, DeAndre. DeAndre's working DeAndre's social media house. today. What's going on, DeAndre? Anyway, uh, by the way, you could watch the show on YouTube. Uh, just search ESPN Los Angeles on YouTube and see all the fun and frivolity of a live imaging Tuesday. Do it. So, sleep. Yeah. You noticed I am wearing a hat today, which yeah. I don't usually wear a hat. Mm-hmm. You've noticed that Taylor, producer Taylor, is yeah. not wearing a hat. He usually wears a hat. Yeah. Have you noticed anything else about yeah. the team? Emily. What did you notice? She's got the bangs. But you didn't say anything to her. No, I didn't say anything, but I, I noticed it right out the gate. Why didn't you say anything? Uh, just kind of let it, let it just happen naturally during the show. Okay, can I can I let you guys know what's been this morning so far? By the way, producer Emily has bangs. You can see that on the sort, on our YouTube stream. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Go ahead. It's like a half it's like a so, half bang. So it's an ang. It's not a half bang. That's not what it is. That's an actual thing with hair. So you're using the wrong definition. Okay. That's a full full hair bang. I Everybody that's been here today uh, that I've seen has been a man. So I loved, I like to make people uncomfortable. And so I was like, what if I come in with, these are fake bangs. So these are from Amazon. I got fake bangs from Amazon. I can take them off and, you know, they're they're there. So uh, fake bangs from Amazon. And so I wanted to see... Who would say something? Because we've talked about it last week. It was a bit from last week. I want to see who would say something. And so, <laughs> get in here. Uh, I, I already told Greg about the bit, so he didn't he didn't like say anything in a crazy way. We didn't want him to be a bit buster. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and so then I come in. Taylor has you know he's he faces forward. We don't really like usually like make eye contact in the morning, and so <laughs> don't make eye contact with me. I don't look at me. On, you yeah. turn yeah. your back and you talk to me with your back turned. Exactly. Right. So he he didn't say anything. Vert my gaze. Uh, John Chin came in and he uh, he again commented on Taylor not having a hat. It's a big hit today. But not <laughs> but not me with my bangs. And I was like, okay, this is a little weird. Travis comes in. Looks, looks I, at me. I did a double take. Yeah. I did. But didn't say anything. No. So I was like, okay, I'm making everybody <laughs> uncomfortable because I feel like everybody wanted to say something but didn't. And then I told Chris, hey, got these bangs. These are fake um, as a bit. And then I was seeing if you would notice. And I, I did notice, by notice. the way. I did notice. I, I So I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was, but I know that yes. you look different than you typically do. And right. I, your hair. I knew it was your hair, but I could. I, I'd be lying if I said I immediately said, "Oh, she has bangs." I'm like <laughs> she doesn't usually wear her hair like that. But that's a. I, I've learned through 
many trial and error, unless you're sure that about what you're saying needs to be exactly right, don't say anything at all. So I wasn't quite sure what it was, so I just said, good morning, Emily, how <laughs> are I, you? Well, wait a minute. I yeah. think that that's a little bit different when you work and see with, see people every single day, that you could say, oh, I wasn't quite sure what it was. I didn't, I, I wasn't positive. <laughs> I knew her hair was different, but I didn't, okay, I that's the old Travis would have said, you have bangs. You didn't have bangs yesterday. Old Travis. Lee was not going to guess that you have bangs. <laughs> yeah, you were more on it than he, I was. And when he doesn't guess, I'm going to make a big deal about it, and I'm going to get all well, the bells and whistles I, going. I got it wrong. So that's why I was hoping you noticed you would something get it wrong. was it. I knew something was different. Our bit was planned around the fact that you didn't notice Lee. That why was didn't the you, bit. Why didn't you say anything? Uh, I knew it was going to come up. Just kind of like, <laughs> like I knew it, it was going to come up. That's yeah. bizarre. Yeah, so I, and, and he I, was right. And I, and I think it's it came up. It didn't take very long. Is if I made if I had come across a single woman in our office, they would have clocked it immediately, of and course. then they would have said something. They're like, "Oh, Emily, you got bangs," and I was like, "Actually, they are not bangs." And I did the big the reveal. big reveal, exactly like, right. Now that you work in TV, Slee, you know that we I wanted it in the A block, mm. but producer Emily wanted to give the A block to see if you noticed, and then move it to the B block, which is right now. The Taylor no hat thing. I didn't really pay that much attention. Yeah, to I it. didn't wow. say anything about that. I either. got that one yeah. instantly. I didn't say anything, but I noticed yeah. that. You, okay, it's, Taylor doesn't have his hat on. Today's the one day a month he doesn't wear the hat. It's just a thing you do occasionally. Yeah. Two a month. I write it down. It's two <laughs> a month right like now. A Where's Waldo episode of the show today? Because they're like, okay, everybody's a little different, but we're going to see how they're a little different. And Morales looks like an offensive coordinator for a high school team. <laughs> yes. He does. For Michigan State's. Uh, Great. Uh, an offensive coordinator for a high school team that's a big deal, though. It's like a big deal in the community, the high school team. Oh, definitely. So I think I'm cool. I think you're like six and five. No, they're four and eight. They're four and eight. <laughs> I think they're, like a, they're hanging around the playoffs. Yeah, but they're I not get really a threat. But I, get free cup, it. I get free cupcakes at the bakery because I'm the coach. <laughs> but the offense is killing it. It's the defense that's the but problem. No, your offensive line because you got to be a little bit you know, more stout to be an offensive line. What are you going to do about that Johnson kid, Morales? I think I'm I just got you. called stout. Why can't you just control the whole line? like a wide receiver coach to you well it's like taylor was a compliment the offensive coordinator well you were pushing back now i'm the o-line you, coach no you got the oc and then you then al brought up offensive linemen and i just felt like this is your area of expertise you came through that part of the game personally you're on the defensive side for me corners you're on the defensive side well just the corners <laughs> specialist with the corners coach. live imaging tuesday travis and Sliwa continues now I like that you didn't say anything because you just knew at some point someone's going to ask if you noticed it. That's that's that noticed be, it. That might be the the power rankings of the Sliwas thing you've ever done. You did notice, opted to say nothing because you knew it was going to come back again. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was like double Slee. Well, here's the thing: three dimensional Sleewing. I, I am is what that's called. I am with you. With also, I don't really know what to say. Right? Like, I didn't really know. I don't know. Do I say something? Here's the Do trick. I not you, say, you say something? Oh, you changed your hair. But that could be perceived as a negative comment, yeah, right? Because it's that a could neutral be, comment. It, I agree with you. It is, but it could also the perception is not always the way that the intention was, right? Well, if they say, "Yeah, I did," then you can say, "Oh, I like it. I like it a lot." Like yeah. I, I thought, okay, her hair's different, but I can't quite. I'm just gonna say. Good morning. <laughs> and then act a little weird. And, and, well, have did you, you notice that I kind of double-taked yeah, on it? Yeah, I have you had you the coffee a, today? You did a double-take, and you acted a little, little weird. And I was going to wait until you, like, when I came and sat down and we had our meeting, if you were going to say, okay, so, like, what is it? I, was, I, I, I could... I, <laughs> 
because it could be. Did you do your hair dirty? No, I didn't know it was fake. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I didn't know she told me. I, I, I didn't yeah, know it was fake. I mean, she, she I can. She could have walked around all day, uh, basically saying like, "No, this is yeah. the real deal." When they deal. fell off when she was handing you something, you might Look, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Do you like sew those things in? Do you glue them? What do you do? I think it's literally like so. A, it's a clip. Yeah. So it's like it's just like a little barrette that you can put in, and then you. Uh, so in. just for uh, my own Taylor's education, are yours real right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yours are real. Mine have been you real. and I would be ineligible to wear them because there's nothing to clip them onto. That like, is, uh, we could try. <laughs> I could take. With Slee, we need to get like duct tape. Or and yeah. Me, we need like some super extensions, and I don't. I don't think it's gonna work all that well. We got some angel fans on the line, Emily. They want to talk about Artie Moreno. What's going uh, on? Yeah, let's go with Brandon and Newport Beach first. Let's do Brandon first. Brandon, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? What's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Honest, honestly, such an arty move, I got to say, but um, I'm trying to think positive here because this is just brutal. I am, I'm in pain. But, um, Lee, what kind of to your point, do you think he might just be pulling a, a Peter Seidler and maybe just like, hey, I have like five to ten years left of owning this team. Just go all out, and then maybe he can make more money. Or you think he's just doing the arty thing? I think he's doing the arty thing. You know, Brandon. I think he's he's proven over the course of X amount of years that it's not that like you just mentioned. It's not like that he's he's not willing to spend money. He's not a good baseball owner. That's it. And it, he's it, overly involved. I was just going to say, if you were an owner of the team and you said, "Look, I hire people that are some of the best in the business." And I have to let them do their job. There's way too many articles talking about Audie Moreno jumping in, getting involved in deals that, what, do you really know what's going on? They talk about the farm system, how it's not how it should be. They talk about the facilities, how they shouldn't be, uh, or they, the, the facilities should be better than they are. Talk about Angel Stadium. Right, the experience, the game day experience, it's the, the fourth oldest ballpark in the big leagues, and it's and not it an iconic. Like it. You know, it's it's, it's not it. that. It's not it's not Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, no, it's or Qualcomm. Stadium. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> the, the old, there are three old ballparks that have you know some history, some character. Fenway, Wrigley, Dodger Stadium, old ballparks that have character, and then the other old ballparks are Oakland, mm-hmm. Anaheim. And they're just they're just old. There's nothing charming about them. They're just it's okay to go to an angel game. There's nothing terrible about it, but it's not it's not like going to Petco. It's certainly not like going up to San Francisco sure. or yep. going to Seattle and some of these newer ball. And by the way, these are not particularly new anymore. They're just a lot better. Yeah, San Diego's they're, almost twenty. That's years what old. I mean. It, it feels new. It mm-hmm. feels like you're having an experience, mm-hmm. and that nothing about that is going on in Anaheim. I'm just gonna come back to this by. People already frustrated with Artie Moreno, and then you saying that you're going to sell the team—that's such a bad look because it's, it, it's people Why? got excited that you were going to sell the team. Yes. That tells you enough about you as an owner of the Angels, and then to pull it off and say, you know what, I, I'm not going to sell them anymore. That's a really bad look. You were better off not saying a thing, not not getting people's hopes up. Not For a second there, and there were a lot of stories that were about this, the Angels got this much opportunity. Imagine if the right owner comes here. Imagine what they could do in this market. Imagine this is the Southern California. There's so many positives to getting a new owner, and then you pull it off. You The taste in the – I'm not an Angels fan. Just us covering the team based off of Otani and Trout being there – it would be exciting to have them in a position where sure. there's meaningful baseball in October. There isn't, 
And I think he looks a lot worse today than he did six months ago when he hadn't made an announcement that he was going to sell. I wonder how much ego had to do with this too. Just wanting to hear his name said out loud in places because he doesn't get talked about other than in negative terms. And maybe he was under the misconception that, hey, if I say, maybe, oh, no, no, don't go. Remember when you lowered beer prices 23 years ago? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like that was the last good piece of PR that the Angels had other than having a, a handful of good players along the way. And because there is no other explanation. You don't put something for sale and get the price that you're reportedly asking for. Uh, Alden was reporting $3, million, $3 billion potentially was at least rumored to be out there, that two and a half was kind of the number and that somebody yeah. might have gone to three, as many as five potential buyers. And they just say, eh, I'm just kidding, I'm out. After six months or whatever, I get putting him for sale and then a week later saying, you know, I've had a change of heart. I don't want to do it. I, I'm pulling. Everybody goes, All right, he changed his mind. Six months? It just there, I don't see the upside of pulling it back off the market unless you just think that people are going to come banging down your door to stay, and it, that certainly never happened. Well, money is obviously not the issue when you own a major league baseball team, whether it's two and a half billion or three billion, you're set for life. So it's not the money part no. of it. it. It has to be ego. What else can uh, what else a can big be part involved? of it? And we still haven't heard from somebody that I would love to hear from. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Live Imaging Tuesday is on. Travis, it's Lua. Lakers tonight, Lakers Clippers, 5.30 p.m. Slee's got your Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off, and then tip-off 7 p.m. Now, the I think it's in one of the promos we're playing right now. Yeah. The John Ireland call of mm-hmm. Schroeder on Friday night against yes, the Memphis. Grizzlies. Yeah. And I said it today in one of these many meetings that happened on Tuesdays. That is top five Ireland call of all time. I don't, I'm I not don't, doing a bit. Oh, I no, thought, I, I thought I, we I don't were going to play it. I don't that actually it. is on me. Yeah. Okay. That's a I, good I got point. Another one. I, I should have told Taylor we were going to do this. I was waiting for the sound to start playing. He had one Sunday against the Blazers. Lakers came all the way back, 25, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. I saw the game, Slee. The t- <laughs> Why? There was a yes, good, there was a good NFL game on. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Oh, no, I watched it. I, <laughs> unlike you the Memphis people, one? Are you a multiple screener, Chris? No, I'm a multiple screener. Sometimes, yeah, but, but also I feel, and Scott Kaplan and I disagree on this, it's part of your job. So after everything, I go and watch the games, even though I'm exhausted and I really just want to go to bed, because even just for my purposes of imaging and promos, I need to kind of know sure. what happened. Yeah. We have the sound. Would you like to play it, Chris? Yeah, that's a great job, Taylor, because I totally did not <laughs> prepare for this. It's two minutes and 58 no, seconds. No, that, that's the final call. It's the one before then. It's the Schroeder steal and two-pointer. Oh, yeah. then I got to look that up. Sorry. We'll, yeah, we'll get the call. Steel, <laughs> were down one. This is on me, just for everyone. This one's on me. I just pulled that one out and... Uh, 
It was, a, it was a great right. call, and he had a call for Thomas Bryant on a putback dunk. On and and this is it's kind of funny listening to John on Sunday. They were up fourteen, and then you looked, you know, you went and grabbed a sandwich, came back. They were down twenty five <laughs> in the first, <laughs> the first half. half. Yeah, all in the first half. So John's wave of emotions <laughs> the first twenty four minutes were pretty. I funny. think the best call that I've ever heard John do was when I made that long putt on seventeen at Black Gold, and he did the play by play on social media, yeah, and it dropped said, in. Yeah, he said there was he, one no, that was Kobe. No, he didn't. There was yeah, one yes, that was Kobe, and then the other one was your. Just, you asked me my personal favorites. That's number one. That's so I believe we the have list. the John Ireland call now. Let's play it. Tyus Jones to bring it in. Jones having trouble. Got it into Desmond Bain. And they judge Schroeder stole the ball. Schroeder to the rim. Puts it in. And a foul. The Lakers have the lead. How? How in the world did they take that away? It's game 44 of the regular season. What happens if they make the playoffs? Well, here's the thing. They will make the playoffs. You see, you hear in the beginning of that, John sounds exhausted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, he just, like a Howard Dean in 2004, <laughs> just went crazy. <laughs> we're going to Nebraska. We're going to Texas. We're going to California. And we're going to take back the White House. Ah! <laughs> that was a sports radio drop, as we call a, a drop for many, many years. Surprising! By the way, that immediately discounted. He was out. He was gone. He was that, never heard from again. Him. And that's the least there we go. thing nice you've ever there. heard in your life. Can we? Are you ask? familiar with the Howard Dean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Back when you he were listening to, to sports every, radio, he went to every state. Um, <laughs> I, I got now. You're you live right near Angel Stadium, right? About five to seven minutes away. I didn't. I, all I need is fifteen seconds of you on a sports topic, real quick. Do you care that the Audi Moreno is going back to? Do you care? So it's like, funny. Mm-hmm. My best friend's father is a diehard Angels fan from Philadelphia, who's also a Phillies fan. It's very complicated. But it came up over the weekend. We all got together for the Eagles game on Saturday night, and I said, "You know what? I don't think that this is real. I think Artie put it out there at the time. There was a lot of turmoil going on about yep. the team and the city of Anaheim because the odd sale of the land that got pulled back, yep. and the mayor was nothing ousted. shady, nothing shady at all." And I said, this just doesn't seem like he really wants to sell. Hmm. Two days later, I'm not saying that I'm some sports talk genius, but it just didn't seem like he really wanted to sell. Because hmm. you, didn't, you didn't hear about ongoing things. It doesn't make any sense. It, it just doesn't make any sense why you would put it up and let it sit there for, what, is it six, nine months, whatever, yeah, whatever six it was? Months, I think. And then just say, no, nah, I'm out. And without a, an obvious reason for pulling it back. <laughs> So you got your sports take for me, and that's that's, that's all you perfect. need. Travis and Sliwa continues. <laughs> Travis and Sliwa continues now. No, that that negative that he had already had. There was already such negative attention towards him before he ever made any announcement of a sale, and then the only positive news that came out of from the Angels and Artie Barreto is Artie Barreto is selling, and then you got everybody excited about it. I, I this is the part that I don't understand when nobody wants you there. Why are you staying? You got all the money in the world. No one's going to shortchange you on the angels located in Southern California. Ego. Ego's the answer yeah. to all of these questions. Because you, you said that. ego's I, also I, I had, hurt the franchise. I well, but ego doesn't let you see the things that you don't want to see. You only see the stuff that you do want to see. When you're an egomaniac, you only right. hear what you think validates what it is you believe about yourself. That you, you, I hadn't thought about this. The only good news 
that we've talked about for the Angels for the last two or three seasons Literally. is Shohei Otani is awesome, and mm -hmm. we would make a joke about it. Yep, well, well, let's talk about this until about 4th of July because then we're not going to talk about it anymore because the team's going to be lousy. Yeah. And when he put it up that date, we're like, wait, he's selling the team? This is great news. This is terrific news because of all the things we've talked about. The It's a distressed, not a distressed asset. It is a kind of a sleeping giant as far as the geography at all, the the the, the value of the franchise. Yep. And a, in the right hands, this thing could completely blow up. And then he announces yesterday, ah, just kidding. And everyone, oh, crap. I mean, that, that does that not tell you everything you need to know about your standing in this community as a sports owner where your announcement that you're leaving, everybody's like, all right, let's mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. Who's coming in to, I'm staying. Ah, damn. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a blow to the ego. Why, why don't you, and I'm just going to, from a baseball perspective here, the chances you think Otani stays with the Angels as close to zero as yeah. you can get with it. I ne I'm never going to say never, but yeah. I would be shocked yep. if he were an angel a year from now. Put it this way. If I said there's a 5% chance, that sounds high. Way too high. It sounds high. Okay. So then why don't you just, if you know you're going to lose Otani at some point, why not just start over? Why, why not just completely, completely start over with this franchise? Why don't you start selling off any assets that you have? Why don't you just start working on the farm system? Why, why not? Like, What's the point of pretending that you're still trying to be good when we all know they're going to be out of the, the, the race in the division by the time July 4th of July comes around? Why not just kind of... Just by the way, I would respect that. If, if Artie Moreno decided, listen, I'm taking a whole new approach here. I, I'm, I'm going to stay as the owner of the team... We're clearly not going anywhere, nor are we winning. I'm going to sell off any assets that I have that I don't think um, are, are going to help us long term because maybe I just can't I can't retain them. I can't retain a guy like Otani. I don't really know really what the game plan is from a baseball perspective but either. It's the, the crazy thing, Al. They're not far off from being at least pretty good. They've got a lot of good players. They don't have a lot of good pitchers. They they need to get the pitching squared away, but they have you know Tyler Anderson should help. They've got guys like Reed Detmers. They've they've got some guys that are functional. They just need to get better in their starting rotation. They need to get better in the bullpen, but they're not super far off. This is not the Colorado Rockies. This is not the uh, Miami Marlins. This is not a team that is a million miles from being competitive. They're actually kind of close. The problem is the guy that's in charge of making it work out is the guy that's decided to stay. It's The, the biggest impediment to their success is him. Mm -hmm. because he inserts himself into the middle of these things and not do what you said, which is, who are really smart baseball people? Turn them loose. Is there any question that Andrew Friedman's in charge of the Dodgers? Is there no. any question that you know you go down through these other teams? This AJ guy Preller, runs the A.J. Uh, Preller runs the team. Mm -hmm. Billy Bean runs the yep. ace. Like these guys, the ownership is involved in whether they'll sign the check or not, but they're not involved in, oh, go get me Albert Pujols, where everybody in baseball went, you're, wait, hold on a second. Nope, I want him. Well, go get me Josh Hamilton. Everybody's like, wait, hold, Josh Hamilton? Really? Yeah. That's, yep, go. That's the guy that you don't want, and that's the guy that you got. Quick phone call here. Let's go to John in Huntington Beach. John, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? John. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going hey, on? So, um, you know, I, I really, I actually kind of admire what Artie's doing. I mean, 
when he said he has unfinished business uh, to handle, I, I believe him. Uh, and that unfinished business being wasting Mike Trout's entire career. <laughs> he couldn't risk having an owner potentially save the career. I mean, he has to see that he completely, completely ruins his whole career. Um, and I, I partially blame MLB.com because earlier this month, uh, month they published something where the Angels are going to win. They predicted the Angels are going to win in 2030. And I, I honestly believe already saw that and said and thought it was a true statement, so he, he kept them around. But I'm all in. I, I'm embracing the suck now. I need him to bring back that awful wing logo from the Disney years, <laughs> run the rally monkey down our throats every inning, have a Riverside Monster Energy night, bring back Jeff Devannon. Just Let's just embrace this. This is fun. <laughs> Lean into it. Thank you, John. You know, actually, wrote one quick point that he mentioned there, which is, how how much do you think of this as a fear for Artie Moreno that it does fall into the right owner's hands, and that all of a sudden Anaheim does become a real contender? Again, ego, and 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 that all of a sudden you're selling three point something million seats uh, per year, and all of a sudden it is the place to be, and all of a sudden that it is that um, you got three teams now in Southern California that are all competing. How much you think there's some fear of? What if they get good and everyone's going to praise this person or whoever took it over? It makes them even look worse. And that's probably what would have happened, right? The, the bounce that they would get is almost guaranteed. The success, who knows? But the bounce would have happened. Ego. Every question that we've been asking, it, the answer is ego. And yeah. that's why he's staying. All right, we'll get back to more of those coming up a little bit. Lakers and Clippers tonight at Crypto.com Arena. That's all coming up. Plus, hey, did you see? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Not only is it a Hey Did You See Day, it is a hatless Hey Did You See Day. So just the fully quaffed Taylor Smith with hey, us Hey, did you today. see? No hat. Yeah. Take, take Exciting Chris's times. Hat. Grab Chris's hat. <laughs> I need to do that. Okay, guys. Did you see the average American spends at least five hours on their phone every day? So with this wealth of knowledge at our fingertips, you'd think that we're smarter than ever, right? <laughs> so let's say you time travel to the Roman Empire with a fully charged iPhone. Do you think that you'd be able to take over the world? Sliwa. No, I don't. Even with all the information, even with Google by my side, um, I would just try to buy some real estate that I know that is a depressed <laughs> market, and I just try to build an empire based off of real estate. That's the most silly answer I've ever heard. That's all. Some yeah. gold. You that's, take me back to like 1900, I'll just buy a couple properties in Santa Monica and go from there. <laughs> I don't know. You're in the Roman Empire. I know, but I don't need to go back that far. I figure you're going to have to build some sort of ship. I don't need to go back that far. I just need to go well, to the question, but that's fine. I'm used to that, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I could for one simple reason. Like, you go back to that time, right? What was the thing that was the most, I don't want to say valuable, but if you were like an oracle and you could predict the future, yep. people looked at you like a god, right? Or if they you, stoned you. Or they stoned you. So you'd have to be a little careful. <laughs> but if you could say, hey, guys. You either charged them or you got stoned. <laughs> Here, here's what's coming up in a year from now, and you get it right. And here's what's coming up 
another year, and now all of a sudden you're the guy that predicts the future. You could car- you could start getting yeah. people to do what you wanted them to do, and if you're constantly right, then you could maybe throw a little, you know disinformation in there so you can take over the world i i don't I like that i wouldn't I, I yeah if i'm the only one that knows what's going to happen next i got a pretty good advantage yeah, you could al- do it but also the thing is with all time travel movies if you change one thing in the past it's a butterfly effect <laughs> so you're gonna get one thing right and then everyone changes and then nothing else happens the same so you think trav cares come on <laughs> I, I mean just declare myself pope uh, that, that would be a good place to start yeah, right God, God then, told then me they're pope. listening for sure they told, told me i should be pope so i'm here look at my little magic wand i'm pope <laughs> Here right. we go. <laughs> I think that it wouldn't be helpful because no one else has cell phones. The real power of a cell phone is like being able to one communicate with other people and like rise up to that. So if I'm the only person in the world that has a cell but phone, but like Al said, if you have Google at your fingertips, okay. I know, okay. I know everything you, there is to know you about don't have everything. 5G. You don't have any way to access the. Well, internet. We're, we're assuming there's an infrastructure <laughs> to make the phone work. Okay, that's a in, lot in, of it. Well, Emily, you've already granted the process yeah. of time travel. I don't think it's too far to go down the line to say that the cell phone will actually work. Google Pixel was thriving back then. But also, and it's also, would you get the Google from the your, time? Your concept of 5G is ridiculous. When I time travel, it, it's like, come on, man. And it's like, would you have the Google of the time, which is nothing, or the Google of, anyway, I, I think it's a little what bit Google of What Google are we talking about? Are we talking about 2023 You can just Google predict the weather for 1997 Google. Yeah, exactly. Next up, did you see a list of the most hated fictional characters included Scrappy-Doo, Jar Jar Binks, yes. Edward Cullen, and yes. Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> That's a great Edward one. Cullen's from Twilight. Travis, how did you miss that? I, I You saw the look on my face? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, which fictional character would you love to beat the crap out of? Trav. <laughs> Oliver from the Brady Bunch. So he was. He only appeared near the very end. This is when the kids were no longer little kids. They were all like teenagers and not super cute anymore and kind of gangly and covered in zits and the shoe the show did not have the 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 wholesome feel of the whole thing so they decided to bring in cousin oliver who was a little cute little kid who was supposed to say cute little kid things only he sucked so he came in i i literally think he's only there for two or three episodes but cousin oliver is the answer because he come in and go well i don't know cindy and that was his entire role in the show and it was terrible Am I taking out Winnie the Pooh? I mean, is he gone? What? Is he just going? <laughs> you hate and, and Winnie what? the Pooh isn't in it. He's the star of the show. He's like the nicest guy. He was almost too nice. All I did was watch Winnie the Pooh as a kid. Part of me is like, this guy, is, it, is that what we're going to have? We're just going to have the nicest character of all uh, of, of all these different characters? I'm like, get this guy but out Winnie the Pooh's the star. He wasn't added yeah, that's to right. the, that's the, the, the Owl and Roo show. He was, it was the Winnie the Pooh show. Uh, who's the Who's the... You mentioned Jar Jar Binks, incredibly Awful. annoying. And incredibly something else, too. <laughs> and incredibly something else. And what do you have? All right, so uh, Joffrey Baratheon from uh, Game of Thrones. Gotta kill him immediately. He's he's literally the worst character, I think, ever in fiction, ever. So uh, I know you guys don't know who that is, but he sucks. Uh, Ryan Howard in The Office. I honestly think that he is a a I thought he was hilarious. And I think that I would never get along with him. So I'm going to say no to uh, Brian Howard. Yeah, but he's a good character on the show. Oh, Todd Packer. Packer, yeah. 
I could I could get Packers away with Packer. a lot. Yeah. Packers a lot. Got to have Ryan. You could live without Packer. Oh, Ted Mosby and the How I Met Your Mother. No, thank you. In but there these too. are the, again, he's the star of okay, the show. I and so I don't like the show. <laughs> but wasn't the question about an additional character? Or was it just anybody? No, a fictional keep? character. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you guys got it right. I got All it. All right. Anything, Alan? Have you thought of any since? No. Winnie the Pooh. I like that one. I keep going, <laughs> going for that one. More. Who was the dude from Gladiator? The the. Uh, the Joaquin Emperor. Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix's yeah. character. I don't know his name, but... it's a good character, too. Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator. We can just call him that. Uh, Commodus or whatever it was. Emperor. You're right. Something like that. All right. Did you see that 51% of U.S. adults say that UFOs are not a threat to national security? So, let's say the aliens make contact and we have to choose one ambassador to go say hello. Who are you going to pick, Slee? One ambassador to say hello. We got to pick like the most, got to pick like the nicest person. You got to think Hanks. of like the nicest person. It's got to be like the Pope or something like that. Somebody that all they care about is they just want peace. There is no. Um, Dennis you can, Rodman. <laughs> you can pick the like wrong yeah. person and all hell can break loose. I, I'm going to go with, you know, it's got to be like the Dalai Lama. It's got to be the Pope. It's got to be something like that. Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's intelligent. Humorous, very likable. Every, who doesn't like Will Ferrell, right? What if he'd he doesn't take it serious? <laughs> he would, though. He's a bright guy. He's a USC grad. He'll be, he'd be fine. He'd go in there, and he'd come out. He'd have his arm around one of the little green dudes with the big black eyes, and they'd be laughing and having a good time. Um, for the record, count me among the 49% of people that do think they're a threat to national security. <laughs> just, I just want to be on the record and if of that. And once they tell you it's not a threat, I'm like, okay, <laughs> That's now what it's a on. <laughs> so yeah, mine are Tom Hanks and- Artie Moreno? Uh, and <laughs> well, it's like, also, you could send someone who you might not be afraid if like, they get taken by the aliens, you know, if the for aliens instance? react. Uh, I mean, you would think Dean Spanos. I think maybe Grayson Allen. Like, there's people that I don't want to be upset you know, if they got taken by aliens. Have you ever noticed that her go-to person she hates Grayson other Allen. than Aaron Rodgers? Rogers and Allen. Yeah, there's sure. a lot of things in there. Um, also, another fictional character that I wouldn't, I would want to be <laughs> Janice from the, uh, Friends. Uh, oh, she had the the voice, right? Yeah, she had the voice yeah. and the laugh, and yeah, it's a lot. That was annoying. That that character was annoying, but it wasn't on enough to where it's bothering she you. She wasn't the time. A regular. She wasn't a regular. You got one more, Taylor. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, did you see that Pat Sajak and Vanna White make more every year licensing their image to casino slot machines than than they do from their actual game show? Gosh, what are we doing? So, Trav, have you ever won big on a slot machine? Define big. I've won $250 on a slot machine. I'd say that's big. Okay. I did win $250. I think I've told all my stories at one point or another. Went to Vegas to cover a fight. Parked at the Burbank Airport. They have that off-site lot that's kind of by the hangars back there behind the runway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... We're in Vegas covering the fight. Uh, we're at the airport waiting for some time to, to the, before you board the plane, and I'm pumping quarters into the video poker machine. It wasn't a slot machine, but same idea, right? I hit a royal flush on the video mm. poker machine and win like 250, might have been 275, but a couple hundred bucks, maybe 300 bucks. I'm ecstatic. It's just starting my career. 300 bucks is a lot of money. This is this is a good day for Travis. Get to the airport, plane lands, drive, could take the shuttle to the uh the the lot, the tires on my car are gone. All four tires on my car are gone. And so I had to take all of the money and then some and put it into new tires on the car. So the only win I ever had immediately went to tires. God had your back right there. Um, <laughs> I've never won anything big like that. But here, here's the thing. What's the amount where 
when somebody stands up and starts yelling and screaming that they won on a slot machine, it can't be $250. Like, you can't... How much did you win? 90 bucks. <laughs> you made all of that noise for $90? What's the amount that would make you go, yeah! Like, jump out a of G. your seat. 1000 bucks. That's a lot. Of, not 500 You'd just be like, yeah, 500 500 is a lot of money. If I'm going to get other people's attention that I won, <laughs> I feel like it needs to be... Can we have four digits? <laughs> you need a comma? Need a comma. <laughs> it's a good number. It's a good number. I I think I jumped up for the two fifty back in nineteen ninety six. I was jumping that around. Two fifty was by a thousand today. <laughs> also, if you guys have more fictional characters that you dislike, I had some on Twitter that people have been reading, so we can do that on the other side too. Somebody just sent me a tweet with cousin Oliver in it, and let's just say the little cute little boy that was added to cousin Oliver is looks like me. That's with longer hair. It's, it's an interesting look. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.